Hello everyone, I am Shannon Steves and I own Sweet and Sassy Boutique uh, Coaching and Customs and I'm here with Kirsten Van Deesen. I had to say, make sure I was saying it right for her beforehand. And I'm so um, appreciative that she's taking the time out of her busy mom schedule to talk to us and share some of her heart and her passion and her story. And luckily I got to meet her um, through our friend Megan is how we met, I believe so. And through Penny Lane. And yeah, I just feel connected with her. She's all about body positivity and just giving good vibes. So yeah, here's Kirsten. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, I, I guess a little bit about myself is I'm 26. I'm a married mom of three girls, originally from England, and my family moved here in 2008 um, after previously visiting in 2007. Um, we, the whole family moved, there's lots of family in Canada, and we kind of spread all out. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I, I love it here, it's a great country, so, um, but you know, it's been tough uh, moving here, I was 13, and um, you know, trying to make friends when you're 13, you're, you kind of already established most of your friends by that point, um, so that was tough, being the new girl, um, I am and because I had a very strong British accent at the time, not a lot of people could understand what I was saying. Um, so I tended not to talk very much, um, which now looking back at it, you know, I should have just been me. I should have just not been afraid to, to be me. And who cares if you can't understand me? Well, then that's your too bad. Um, but, you know, um, being the new girl, like I said, it was, it was nerve wracking. Um, I managed to meet one of my very good friends at, um, I kind of, I kind of stalked her a little bit on the Terry Fox run and, um, we just hit it off right away and we've been best friends ever since. Um, she helped me through some pretty tough times. I was dating a guy who turned out to be very abusive, um, physically, verbally, and emotionally, very emotionally. Um, and she, helped me through a lot of it um I can honestly say I wouldn't be here without her she mm. pulled me back from making a big mistake I would have made mm. so forever grateful for her um jump forward you know uh, probably 10 years later and um I hadn't given this guy a thought in you know a time of day or anything and I found out that he had taken his own life, mm. um, and it hit me pretty hard, actually. Um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. No, um, I never apologize. And um, yeah, I it I took it very hard, harder than I thought I would, because, like I said, you know, I haven't given him a thought, um, and. You know, part of me thought, you know, why should I care? Why should I care about this person who hurt me so bad? And then I just realized, you know, he was a person too. He had a family, he had a life, he had friends, he had a job. And in, you know, in a moment of of sadness or hurt, he decided that the only way out was to take his own life. And, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, when my kids grow up, um, I really hope that they never ever feel that way mm. um 
So for me, trying to be a positive um, person for my kids is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, not only for like the mental, but physically too. Um, I've always been a bigger, curvier girl, and that was something that people always picked out about me, you know, um, whether they didn't know my name or anything like that, they would point me out by certain things about my body. Um, mainly the fact that I am very large breasted, mm-hmm. uh, was always a big thing. And, um, that took a lot out on me, um, emotionally because I wasn't just being, I wasn't being noticed for who I am inside was being noticed for something physical and I, I just don't think that that's how people should view one another mm-hmm. so um I've I'm trying so hard to move you know forward and past those things um so that I can be a more body positive person and I I, I think I'm making progress <laughs> um but yeah, one of the things that for me is very hard still is the fact that I have large breasts and it stops me from doing lots of things, not only physically, but mentally. I have to, you know, I have to psych myself up like a week in advance to take my kids swimming because in my head, it's all there. People are going to stare at you. You know, people are looking, they're judging you and it, they might not even be like, noticing me at all (laughs) but in my head that's what happens and it gets quite emotional to deal with um so that's that's something that um really like gets to me and um hoping that I can kind of um make my kids understand that you know just because you're built different way from somebody else doesn't that doesn't make you a bad person like that has nothing to do with the person inside of like who you are mm-hmm. um my one daughter is built like her dad very slim and lean and um my other daughter right now is built more like me a bit curvier and and I just don't want them to to feel kind of uh, resentment towards each other for any reason just because they're built differently mm-hmm. so for me this this journey of mine isn't just for me is for my girls because I just feel like you know you need to learn the person inside instead of judging the outward appearance appearance of people. So um, that's kind of my my biggest reason for doing my self love journey because mm-hmm. I just want to make sure my kids understand that they're worthy no matter what their body looks like. Mm-hmm. So that's a very important thing for me. Um, I think that it's important that they know that everybody looks different and you can still be an amazing person regardless of your weight or your shape or, you know, Mm -hmm. your color or whatever. So so that's a very important thing for me. Um, I've, like I said, I've always been a bit curvier and stuff. So um, I actually am going to get a breast reduction and some of that for sure is vanity reasons because I am sick and tired of not being able to buy clothes that fit me properly Mm. Um, but for me it's more of the mental thing because I just feel like my life would be a lot easier to deal with 
things would be easier to do with exercising, you know, playing with my kids. Like I can't run very fast. I can't jump on the trampoline. Like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that I'm not able to do because of that. So for me that that's something that I want to deal with for my mental reasons, physical reasons. And, you know, yeah, you know, I'd like to buy a a cute bra once in a while, Mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't cost me $120. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is a larger chested woman, so I'm sure she could relate to some of your things too. And just seeing some of the struggles too of just watching her while I grew up. Um, yeah, there's definitely lots of obstacles, right? Yeah, and I it's love, tough. I love watching your stories and just keeping it real of like the boob sweat and the <laughs> <laughs> like. It's just like, yeah, that's life, and it sucks, especially when you're larger breasted and yeah. you have these challenges yeah. that someone that's smaller chested didn't even think about, right? And they probably just wish they had large breasts. Like you always think you you want the opposite, but my mom always jokes uh, when I was little. My cousin was very large chested, and I used to say, "Mom, I want to I want to have big boobs just like my cousin." And she always jokes that I wish too hard. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that's our ongoing joke but yeah. uh yeah it's it sucks it's not it's not the funnest thing so yeah. so coming back to talking about your ex-boyfriend I know that's a hard subject and hard area um I know I shared my story with you at a retreat and just sharing about my suicidal thoughts and just the times that I was in a really low spot um so what would you say to other women or men there's men that listen to this too, that if they're in that negative headspace, like what to do and what helped you get out of it. You said your friend was really there for you. Um, yeah, just any kind of advice or resources you could think of. I think it's important to have a really good group of, of support, um, whether that be friends, family, both. But you, you need that one, even if it's just one person, that understands isn't going to judge you um, or, you know, force you to do things or say things you're uncomfortable with, but really just is there to listen and understand and offer advice if it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even be here Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for my friend. So Mm -hmm. it's important to have that person or people, um, who just, yeah, who just aren't going to, to make judgments or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, find that person or people, um, and don't be afraid to be yourself because that's, that's you. And if mm-hmm. they don't like who you are, then, you know, they don't deserve to be in your group. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, just, and knowing that, Although it might seem like there's no way out or, you know, you've really hit rock bottom, just know that there's always a way back up um, as long as you're truthful to who you are and can be truthful with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody out there is always going to be there for you and give you the help that you need. Mm -hmm. And that was the, that's, um, something that's hard, like it makes people uncomfortable, but it's so fulfilling at the same time as when I've noticed I open up about my story, even of why I started this podcast, sharing people's stories and kind of finding that hope in that darkness, right? Or that faith over that fear. 
Um, because once we open up, we realize, okay, we're not alone. And like me yeah. too. And I've been through that too, where, okay, I can relate to this part of your story. And you're just, that's what helps people out of the darkness when you realize, okay, I'm, it's not so lonely because this person can help me. Right. Absolutely. There are however many steps ahead or, right. So I just love that. And I could even see that on the weekend, um, at the retreat, how slowly then girls, ladies started to open up more and more and just be more vulnerable. And, um, it was heavy and there was some heavy stuff, but it just continues on our page of just supporting each other. Right. And, um, I loved watching you and Chrissy's just little like affirmations and just like staying with it and being consistent and, just being that like light, right? When there's there's some heavy stuff other people are going through, right? So that's what we need in this world is those lights. And yeah, it's hard to always be that light because I found that was part of my thing too. When I said that I suffered with depression, people are like, oh, but you're the bubbly one or you're the, always the happy one. And I think that's part of it too because I was actually looking at people that I know and even people, actors and stuff that suffered with depression or took their own lives it was usually the bubbly people. Yeah. So I don't know, like, if it's this expectation, too, that we put on ourselves. Like, okay, we have to pretend we're going to be someone else when really we're really hurting. So I just, yeah, encourage people to be open and honest, especially after this pandemic. There was lots of mental yeah. health struggles and even more so. Um, so the more you can be honest with yourself and then really with others and be honest with where you're at and it's okay to not be okay and... Um, we all go through different valleys. I still will have bad days, but I have the resources now not to be stuck in those days for months or years, right? It's just usually a day and I can snap out of it. But yeah, to be gentle with yourself too. That would be my encouragement too for... Yeah. I mean, like like you said about the affirmations, like I, I love doing them, but you know what? It It's hard. It, mm-hmm. You get to a certain point when you, you feel like you've done, you've set them all and you're like, well, no, there's still more to me, mm-hmm. but you know, because we're changing all the time. So, um, it's a lot of work on yourself and a lot of digging deep and maybe going, getting to uncomfortable places within yourself. Um, trying right now to step out of comfort zones, um, because you know, yeah, it, it's a comfort zone like it's comfortable that's Mm -hmm. why you're there Mm -hmm. right um so trying to do new things and take new steps um in like personally within myself and then within relationships with people and learning to actually like stand up for myself is Mm -hmm. a big thing as well so so has there been like boundaries because I've heard you talk about that too just how relationships can be tricky or um putting up boundaries so have you had to do that recently um I'm working on it um yeah because um like my my husband and I've been together for eight and a half years I was 18 when we started dating so I you know let's just face it I was a child Mm -hmm. um and now I'm a mom and I feel like I have grown immensely and perhaps he hasn't grown in the same rate that I have Mm -hmm. um because he's a dad I guess they're it's a different thing you know Mm -hmm. um so for me I feel like okay I've grown I'm a mom 
what else am I? I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm like, you know what? I was a person before I was a mom and a wife and I need to find me again, but we also need to find us again. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually never lived together, um, alone and we've always had roommates and then roommates and kids overlapped. So, um, trying to find our relationship, um, and things that we can do together and you know maybe there are things that you know we t- I need to set boundaries with um even with my husband because I'm not the same person I was when we started dating mm-hmm. I mean neither is he he you know he has grown as a dad but um for me I just feel like I've grown a lot more mm-hmm. and um so trying to set those boundaries of what I think is you know, we should be doing in our relationship or as a family and stuff like that. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, and trying to really like think about, you know, who, who should be in our lives? Because if you're not, if you're not bringing anything to the table that, you know, makes us happy or, you know, you're just, every time we see you, you're, you're a downer or something like that. Like why, why do we still have you in our life? What what good are you bringing to us? What good are we bringing to you? Mm-hmm. So for me right now, it's trying to find boundaries within friends and family and stuff like that too. So it's a working progress right now. Yeah, it takes time. I actually just did like a little assessment with my coach about like your body image. So yourself, your body, your relationships. Um, what were the other topics? But saying what, what's things that have been challenging and what's not working and why it isn't working. And anyway, so it was cool because especially the relationship one, I couldn't think of a ton currently. Like there's ones that I'm working on, but that are like toxic or that I for sure need out of my life that I haven't already put boundaries up in that area. So that was encouraging, like just to kind of look back because I don't think we do that often enough to be like look how far we've come and look at what we've overcame and to celebrate ourselves especially as moms as women in general of just like accomplishing things of getting through the day it's a different stage when you have little kids we were just talking about that how different it can be because my kiddos are just so independent lately but yeah we don't celebrate enough of like okay we obviously did something right um and to yeah celebrate that so yeah is there anything else you want to add we're already at almost 19 minutes <laughs> um i mean i have so much um <laughs> um i'm not sure i think just trying to um like be be true to yourself and and really understand that your body is it's perfect the way it is you know Mm -hmm. it's done things you carried you through your whole life (laughs) um it's been there for you it might not look like you know these models on tv and all this stuff um Mm -hmm. but you don't know what's going on inside you know mentally for them or you know and you don't know anything about their life so like just because they look this certain way doesn't mean they're not struggling Mm -hmm. um and just understanding that the more you find who you are inside 
the more confident you're going to be, regardless of what you look like. I feel like confidence really comes from the inside, and it's not about the clothes you put on your body, what your body looks like. It's about how you find yourself, how you love yourself, and how you present your that love to others. So, yeah. I would totally agree, Mama. <laughs> it comes, um, yeah, even having the boutique and, right, you see all these women and you would... Yeah, you see it all areas, even women that culture would say would have the perfect body, but still they want to change something, right? And they're usually actually the most insecure, I find. Yeah. Um, and actually younger women, so you're like 10 years younger than me. But the younger I find, the more insecure they are. Because again, you guys have had that social media and just like that right in front of your face more than us, right? Yeah. Um, so it's tricky. I... I'm kind of scared of how, even how my sons are like addicted to their phones and yeah, it's a scary general, that's a whole other topic, but <laughs> I love it of it. It has to be the inner work of really working on your heart and your confidence. Um, yeah. And that's the thing for me with having three girls too. I'm very nervous about the future for them um, when it comes to, you know, what society thinks you should be like and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm really trying to make them see that you know mommy doesn't look like you know all these models on tv but mommy's happy mm -hmm. and um you know mommy's confident and and strong and brave and all these things and that has zero to do with what my body looks like so mm -hmm. um yeah trying to trying to put that out there for them so that the world is maybe a little bit kinder mm -hmm. well they have a great example in you and Thank you. They are so lucky to have a mama like you just to be that, yeah, that role model. And, um, yeah, I just feel like you're changing generations and that will trickle down to your girls. And I'm just so happy that I've met you. I know we've done a couple things together and it's just encouraging, right? Like your body positivity actually encouraged me to do my, it was my second boudoir shoot, but I actually ended up doing it by myself because it was during COVID, but just like building my own confidence and knowing, yeah, like I'm the heaviest I've ever been without being pregnant and just to love myself and know like there's always work to be done, but to be gentle with myself and know it's okay, right? Because with medications, with life, with good old stuff that happens in your life, like your body's going to fluctuate and change and um, yeah, we need to be kind to ourselves. So 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Anything else? I already said that once, but what do, what do you want to leave the people with? I, I, I think I've said enough. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. Just to love yourself. And yeah, yeah, I just appreciate you being on and I'm sure we'll do many other well, thank you things for together. Me. Yeah. Okay. Have a good yeah. night. You too. Bye. Bye.